0: In a dominant victory, former President Donald Trump walks away the winner in Iowa. And the two largest supermarket chains in the country are sued over their proposed merger. The Morning Rundown starts now. From the Straight Arrow News Studio, bringing the stories that matter to you from across the United States and around the world, this is the Morning Rundown. Today is Tuesday, January 16th. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kara Rocker. It did not take long for a winner to be decided in Monday's Iowa caucuses. Just a half hour into the first 2024 Republican presidential contest, former President Donald Trump was declared the victor by multiple news outlets. This has been an incredible experience. The people have been, this is the third time we've won, but this is the biggest one. The former president won by a record-setting margin, getting over half the votes as Iowans braved life-threatening temperatures to voice their opinions. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis came in a distant second with 21%, edging out former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley with 19%. Following the results, entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy ended his bid for the presidency and immediately endorsing Trump for the White House. Next, the GOP candidates set their sights on New Hampshire for the first in the nation primary on January 23rd. After winning big in Iowa on Monday night, Trump is once again expected to be in court today as a civil damages trial begins in New York concerning a defamation case brought by columnist E. Jean Carroll. Following those proceedings, the former president is set to fly to New Hampshire for a rally. U.S. officials are condemning an attack by the Islamic Revolutionary Guard on Iraq's Kurdistan region that struck near the U.S. consulate on Monday night. The Iranian armed forces took responsibility, saying it launched ballistic missiles to destroy an Israeli spy site. Officials said four people were killed in the attack and six others were wounded. In a statement, a U.S. State Department official said the U.S. strongly condemns Iran's missile strikes in Iraq, which undermine Iraq's stability. Iran's forces also claimed to hit ISIS targets in Syria. A White House official said the U.S. tracked the missiles and said no U.S. personnel or facilities were targeted. It's been more than 100 days since the Israel-Hamas war began. The death toll reaching 24,000 in Gaza, according to Palestinian authorities. And that's how long more than 100 hostages have also been held. Now Israel has announced it is changing pace. The country's defense minister saying on Monday that Israeli forces have finished intensive ground operations in northern Gaza and its phase in the south is coming to an end soon. The shift comes as world pressure to limit mass casualty events continues to mount. The United Nations Secretary General saying the humanitarian situation is beyond words. Quote, the onslaught on Gaza by Israeli forces over these 100 days has unleashed wholesale destruction and levels of civilian killings at a rate that is unprecedented during my years as Secretary General. Israeli officials have warned of Gaza's civilians being embedded with the terrorist organization and say keeping the pressure on Hamas is the only way to free the more than 130 hostages. There's still talks on what a post-war Gaza would look like, with the U.S. saying that the Palestinian authorities should have a role in governance, something Israel disagrees with. Firefighters and EMS responded to the White House after a 911 caller reported a fire had broken out with someone trapped inside on Monday morning. When crews arrived, there was no fire. Officials say it was a swatting incident. It's still unclear who called in the fire, but Secret Service said that any fire at the White House would be immediately detected. President Biden was at Camp David in Maryland when the call came in. The incident falls in line with a wave of swatting attempts on congressional leaders, judges, and other elected officials in recent weeks, with people calling in false incidents to try and get a large police presence to show up. A proposed $25 billion merger between the two largest supermarket chains in the U.S. is now facing some opposition. On Monday, Washington State Attorney General Bob Ferguson sued Kroger and Albertsons attempting to block the merger. Ferguson argued that the deal would leave shoppers with fewer choices and lead to higher prices. The two supermarket chains issued a joint statement calling Ferguson's decision to file a lawsuit premature since the merger is still under review by the Federal Trade Commission. The deal was announced in 2022, and last year, Kroger said it would sell more than 400 stores to help the merger get approved. The supermarket chain said a merger is necessary to compete with retail giants like Walmart and Amazon. Finally this morning, award season continued in Hollywood Monday night with the 75th annual Emmy Awards, following a four-month delay due to the actors' and writers' strikes. And on a night honoring the best in television, it was a legendary musician who made history. Elton John won the Emmy for Outstanding Variety Special for his Disney Plus Farewell Concert. With the win, John officially became an EGOT, a performer who has won an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. It was another big night for Succession as the HBO show won Outstanding Drama Series for its final season and Outstanding Comedy Series went to the FX series The Bear, both shows topping all others, taking home six awards apiece. These are your top stories for this Tuesday. You can now connect with the Morning Rundown in a variety of ways, including subscribing to our podcast or signing up for our newsletter. Just go to san.com slash rundown for more details. Unbiased, straight facts, that's straight arrow news. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, I'm Kara Rucker. Have a great day.